Hello, and welcome to Gen Nomadic, a podcast and community created by and for the next generation of globally-minded nomads. My name's Julia, and I'm 18 years old, about to enter into a world of post-pandemic apocalypse. I'm just as lost and confused as the rest of you might be, trying to figure out how to navigate a world of such uncertainty. I want to work and travel, but I have some questions, like do I need a degree? How do I travel ethically? Where can I find like-minded people, and will travel still exist post-pandemic, or is it just a thing of the past? Here at Genomatic, I want to create a community of like-minded travelers searching for a lifestyle that works for them. Each week, I'll interview global mentors and explore alternative lifestyle, sustainable travel, and weekly news about how the travel landscape is shifting in the midst of COVID-19. Through Genomatic, I want to empower you to explore the roads less traveled and to find out how you can create a fulfilling, purpose-driven alternative lifestyle in the midst of global chaos. Welcome to this week's episode. This week, I had the opportunity of interviewing Sahara Rose. She started the Travel Coach Network and Certification Program, which has been awesome so far. I just started the program and community last week, and I've been loving all of her resources, information, and coursework so far. It's been awesome. Um, And yeah, she just goes into the future of travel in this episode, what it means to be a travel coach, everything that she's done, her journeys, traveling. She traveled for over 10 years. Um, And yeah, she just has a lot of great advice and wisdom to share with you all. So I hope you enjoy this week's episode and keep on listening. Cool. Hello, and welcome to Gen Nomadic, a podcast and community created by and for the next generation of globally-minded nomads. Today, I am so excited because I am here with Zahara Rose. Did I pronounce your name right? Yes. Zahara, awesome. Um, She is the founder of the Travel Coaching Network, um, and she's just a really amazing, experienced traveler, and I'm just so excited to speak with her today. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Ah, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited about this. Yeah. So just tell us a little about yourself. What's your story? Kind of how you got involved in travel, all those good things. Yeah. So I, I was living in um, Arizona, so down south in the U.S. when I was in my second year of university. And I was looking to make a move back towards the Midwest, back to um, around my home area. And I was looking for, you know, what can I do? What can I start to study that is more than just like the, the basics of the first two years of, of college? So I was never someone who knew exactly what I wanted to do in life. I was never someone who knew right out of high school what I was going to college for. When I entered college, I didn't know what I wanted to major in. I changed it a couple times. Uh, so I never really had a focus. I studied a lot of things that I really enjoy, like computer science and business and journalism. But I didn't ever have a, in psychology, but I never had a focus on anything. So when I was making this move, I was doing some research and I was moving to Chicago and I found a hospitality and tourism program at a smaller university. And I was like, well, that sounds super interesting. I love travel. I hadn't gone to too many places at that time. So I think I was about 20 years old at the time that I was doing this move. And uh, before that, I hadn't really traveled much. I grew up um, as an only child to a single mom. And we just did the family road trips, driving in the van across the states to go visit family members. And we took one all-inclusive resort trip one time to Dominican Republic. But that really was the extent of my travels. And I was like, well, who doesn't want to travel? That sounds amazing. So I, I uh, applied for the program and I got in. and made my move there. So I was in this hospitality and tourism management program and 
it wasn't until the very first day of my international tourism course that I was taking that we went around the room and we shared where we're from and how many countries we've been to. And as ever, as everyone's turn was going around, I was hearing everyone say like everything from, you know, 10 countries, 15 countries, 20 and plus. And then there's my professor who had been to quite a few too. And I was just in awe. We had a lot of foreign exchange students in that, in that class. And to hear, and I had never been to Europe at the time, and to hear people who lived in Europe or from Europe be, say how easy it was to travel and therefore they were able to travel so much, it just lit something in me that I was like, I want to do that. Like, I want to figure out how to travel. But the problem was I was a broke college student and I had a, like my bills to pay, a thousand dollars rent in Chicago to pay. And I... But I just had this burning desire to try to figure out, you know, I was like, that's, I don't know what I want to do in my career path, but that's what I want to do in my life, travel. So I, uh, I honestly, I just shifted my mindset when it came to my money and I picked up extra jobs. I changed the way I managed my time as well. And I just worked as often as I could doing various flexible jobs that I could squeeze into my schedule. Um, and I ended up working like five jobs at once while I was finishing my uh, last couple of years of, of university. And I ended up saving up a good amount of money. And when I graduated, I got my degree. And the other thing that really motivated me to have take this path in life was I graduated in 2010 and the travel in, and hospitality industry was, it was very different than what it is now. But it also, I was very underwhelmed by the amount of opportunities that it had in the sense of feeding someone's desire to travel. I didn't want to, I knew what existed. I didn't want to work for just a company that paid me to travel. It's like, I want to actually enjoy my travels. I hadn't traveled anywhere yet. I was just graduating and um, I didn't want to, yeah, I just didn't, I didn't have an experience anything and being a travel agent didn't really sound very pleasing to me because I have anxiety and I don't like doing bookings for people. And so I decided to take a very unconventional route. I packed a bag and I was intending just to go to Europe for a few months and come back and then figure out my life path. And I fell in love with travel and I came back home for the holidays, repacked and went to Central America. And I didn't stop since then. I traveled for on and off for about 10 years and made it to 84 countries before I turned 31, I think it was. And yeah, that was just the catalyst of where my wanderlust came from and what I do in, in my life now. That's so amazing. That's such a great story. So where exactly, like, what were you doing for work when you were on the road? Or like, can you go into a little more detail about kind of all of that, like all the work you did while you were traveling and kind of how that led to travel coaching? Yeah, so I have a very unexpected answer for that. I think uh, I was not like your typical digital nomad who found work. I didn't do, I knew of the things that existed. I knew that people did like woofing or they stayed in a country and found some work for a little bit. Um, like I know that's really common in like Australia because it's super pricey there and people stay longer and maybe they're like work in a restaurant or something. Um, I didn't do any work traveling. I never did. I never had my laptop until I started my own business. So I never had, well, I had a laptop, but I didn't take it traveling with me. Um, so I 
worked when I returned home. So I just became a master of my bank account, I like to say. So I looked at my bank account and I was like, okay, I have X amount of dollars in there. I am going to go on a trip. And then I just kind of watched, kept an eye on it. If it started getting towards a certain level, I set for myself for my budget. I had then started brainstorming, okay, should I go back home? And luckily for me though, because I was living in Chicago before, and I was familiar with it. Chicago is a pretty lucrative city with a lot of job opportunities, which is another thing that drew me there. There's just a lot of things going on and I like to take part in as much as I could. So anything from events to sporting to you know, hotels and, and then restaurants. So I started working in restaurants in Chicago for quite a few years and that's where the bulk of my uh, income came. But with that said, despite having good income, I also had to become a good money manager. So saving my money was really big because I had a lot of friends who worked same jobs as I did and no one ever had money. So I would just, I saw, you know, a shopping day as two extra plane tickets, or I saw, you know, I, I, it's not sacrifices. I didn't have a TV. I didn't have a car. I didn't have a, the nicest hotel or um, apartment to stay in, but those were my preferences because I valued my ability to go travel more, um, but everyone is different. Yeah. Uh, so what I did to make money was just, I working in restaurants and then I worked online jobs too. So I could have technically traveled with my work if I wanted to. I did some marketing for real estate agents. Um, I did some virtual assistant things online, but I did that mostly when I was home for the holidays. And I worked in sales for over 12 years for fragrances, fragrance companies. So that was very flexible. So my key was to find jobs that one, I really enjoyed two that were really flexible. So I, they, my managers knew I was coming or going, or they were seasonal or temporary jobs work for staffing agencies or, and then jobs that I could choose my own schedule. So, okay, I want to work that event on this day or, oh, that month I'm going to be gone. So I can't book anything that. Um, so I just did a lot of things at that age, which you should, which you try different things and you really enjoy and find what you enjoy, what you don't enjoy doing. Yeah, definitely. And because like you weren't working on the road all the time, you actually got to like enjoy the places where you were going and like have a more, like, yeah, that's the thing. I didn't want to be a struggling blogger. I didn't want to, I didn't want to do some, I worked so hard for my money to be able to go on these trips that I didn't want to distract myself from enjoying the destination or being involved in what was going on or the people I met or just having the experiences I was looking for and needing by sitting on a computer and trying to make a small amount of money just to pay, you know. So I just found other ways to better manage my money. So instead of making money on the road, I just found ways to really travel on a budget. Yeah. That's really awesome. And there's definitely multiple ways to do it, but that sounds really enjoyable. Um, and so you were talking a little bit earlier about how you like saw what the travel industry was already and you kind of saw an opportunity to change that. Is that kind of when you came up with the idea of like a travel coach or like, can you go into a little bit more about how that like idea came to fruition? Yeah. So that took years for me. I didn't, I started my travel coaching business, um, going just over two years ago. And before that, I never heard the words before. And I wasn't familiar with the online coaching world in general. That is a fairly new thing too. So in the past, I'd say four years or so, the online coaching industry started to rise. But 
when you're on Facebook or you're on social media, obviously the algorithm favors what you, what you've been favoring. And because I had never really paid attention to business stuff or coaching anything, I never was, nothing was really put in front of me for ads or, or whatnot or online communities. So when I, I struggled for a long time trying to figure out what my path was. So even though I was enjoying my travels, I still was unsure for so long. So I traveled for on and off for 10 years. So the good half of that, I, one, I didn't really care that I hadn't, hadn't figured it out yet. I always gave myself like a cushion because by the time I turned 30, for some reason, I always have 30. By the time I turned 30, I will like figure things out. So that gave me ease to say, okay, I have four years to go, three years to go, two years yeah. ago, I can just enjoy my travels uh, and doing, do what I was doing. Um, but when I turned 30, I was like, crap, now I really have to figure this out. So I sat down with my computer. I remember I had my computer and I was in the north of Spain and I just, I was in the lobby of a hostel in Bilbao, Spain. And I said, okay, let's see what's going on in the online world. So like, what, what are people doing? So I just started researching anything that was inspirational, motivational, that I could fill my brain with. And as I was doing this online, Facebook caught on to my actions and started pushing Facebook ads for different coaches at me, business coaches, um, different type of freebies, um, launching and all this stuff. And I saw, I became more aware of how, how much the online coaching world was growing. And I enjoyed that. I knew I always loved telling people about my travels. I did have a blog for my whole journey that I ended up turning my popular, most popular post into a, a book. So I enjoyed giving my information and sharing it and telling people how to travel and telling people how I created the life I did for myself. That's what I would always, when I worked my random jobs, that's what I would be caught and getting in trouble doing all the time because it'd be on break or I'd be standing over in the corner with an, another employee and we'd be chatting about my travels and I'm like, get back to work. Like, I just knew I just loved to talk about it. And I wanted people to feel like they can do it too, because so many people would hear, they're like, oh, I, I booked a trip and it was $10,000 for a week to Italy. And I'm like, what? That was like, you know how many countries I went to for $10,000? They're like, well, how'd you do that? What do you mean? I was like, listen. So I um, I was like, I, was, I knew I was passionate about sharing that information. So, but I didn't know how, what avenues to do that other than a blog or, you know, becoming a travel agent, which I didn't want to do those things. And I, I never monetized my blog. I didn't, I didn't have interest in doing that. And so when I caught on to the online coaching world, I, something in me clicked and I was like, well, duh, I'm going to be a travel coach. Like I never saw anyone do it. I never saw the words anywhere to me. It made sense. Just like, just like if you were a life coach or a health coach, you're going to tailor your business towards your experiences, your perspectives, your knowledge, your skills. I did the same exact thing when it came to travel coaching. So it didn't occur to me that, oh, because I never saw anyone doing it or never really heard of anyone doing it before that just because it didn't exist, didn't scare me. Um, for some reason, I just always had something in me that I was always the person to run towards something different, the challenge, than stray away and find the easy path in anything. So when I began my travel coaching business, obviously I had to kind of, you know, take a step back and say, well, how do I even start one, a business online, two, a coaching business, and three, a travel coaching business. 
what does that look like? So I spent a good year and a half. I mean, the first couple of years of any business is still building a foundation of it. So I'm still in the foundational phase, but I have what my business is today compared to where it was when I began is night and day. I would never imagine on day one or the first couple months of starting my business that it would be transformed into what I uh, own and have now. But I knew I recognized at a very early stage in my business that if I didn't have, if I was interested in this, I knew that there was going to be a whole world of travelers out there who would be as well. I'd met them traveling on Facebook groups. We want, as travelers, we want a way to use our travel experiences, our knowledge and skills, which are so unique to all of us, to help people. That's why the, the online blogging world is so big. That's why people are travel writers and they, but people think their only options are to become a travel agent or, you know, to do something that already exists. And I wanted to prove that you can do more with that. But I had to figure that out for myself first before I could um, put that out to the world. So when I caught on at an early stage that no one was pioneering the path for travel coaching, I decided to do that. So I, I'm building, I have two businesses simultaneously. One is my travel coaching business, which I specialize in business travel and corporate wellness. But um, I have my travel coach network, which is for other travelers to become travel coaches and my certification. So that's kind of like the short end of how I got to where I am now with my business. Sorry about the loud rain. It's pouring outside in Puerto Rico. No, it's not. No, it sounds fine. <laughs> great. Um, but yeah, so that's really great. So can you go on a little bit more about what it means to be a travel coach? Because I bet a lot of people listening are around my age, maybe a little bit older, a little bit younger. And just like you said, like when they hear the word travel coach, they're like, oh my God, like I really resonate with that. And that is something I'm really interested in. So what does it exactly mean to be a travel coach? I know there's a lot of different avenues you can go into, but yeah, what does it mean to you? Yeah, well, the travel coach, I, I learned, I realized that um, there's, various definitions of it out there because I've seen a couple but when I did my research into what other people there's not a lot there wasn't a lot out there um but what I would see were something very similar to being a travel agent so I realized at an early stage that I had to set the definition for my own business so under my travel coach network definition of a travel coach it really is just anyone who is a passionate ambitious traveler who uses their unique skills, experiences, knowledge, and expertise to help those who best relate to them or their ideal client. So for instance, that could look like a mom traveling with her kids or a single dad traveling or couples who travel or you are an expert in adventure travel or a travel photographer. Um, solo female travel is probably one of the biggest uh, niches that there are. Um, it really is it's really hard to define exactly what it is when there is, it's really open to being tailored towards every traveler. So just basically it's just, uh, so for instance, for me, uh, with my signature travel coach approach, I help people travel better and more effectively um, using the proven studies of research. Um, so it's been years in research of, of travel showing how it improves the mind body the soul and then also your work performance and I found that interesting that companies and people weren't tapping into this it's the power of experiences like real hard data and so um, 
I just use help people use travel as a way to obtain specific transformations and outcomes um, that they're seeking. And that's ultimately every end goal for every travel agent is just helping their ideal clients gain specific results, outcomes, and transformations and experiences that they desire. So just like any coaching uh, industry, let's say there's a, a just like a life or a health coach, your clients all have very specific needs and wants. And you as the coach has very specific things that you do. So for as a travel coach, you can help things with mindset, budgeting, overcoming confidence, um, you know, boosting your confidence to become more empowered to take that solo trip by yourself, figuring out how to, you know, whatever the extent is that they want. Not everyone wants to go and backpack for 10 years, but someone might want to have a family vacation more than once a year and spend within a certain budget but and be able to book on their own or know what kind of sites to go to or how what to do on those experiences to get those you know desirable outcomes meaning maybe spend more time and improve their relationship with their spouse or your loved ones or your children um, or go off the beaten path and just the power of engaging in a new culture or with locals um, so whatever it is the travel coach is most uh, interested in helping with is what they're, um, they would help their clients with. Yeah. So like they could be helping with like itineraries or just mindset. Like it's a really broad spectrum. And yeah, that's because yeah, really everyone travels for different reasons. Like when you think about why people travel, we travel for more than just going to a beach and sipping pina coladas. Like granted, yeah, a lot of people do do that, especially after COVID, but it's people travel to heal. They travel to change. They travel to fill voids. They travel to connect with humans. They travel to, you know, reconnect with themselves. Those, but those were really unspoken reasons of why people were traveling. People weren't, when you, when you see someone say, you know, beforehand, I am, oh, I'm going to Mexico, you know, I'm on a solo trip. And they're like, oh, that's amazing. How fun, you're gonna have fun at the beach. But it's like, no one says, I'm going to on a trip to Mexico by myself because I've been struggling and I had a loss of a loved one and I just need to find myself because I'm really like in a, like a mental state that I just need to, you know, be by the ocean. Like no one explains that, but as a travel coach, it's your duty to like really understand your client and see like, why are you wanting to travel? Where does this drive come from? And therefore, how can I best help you have those experiences that you need? or give you the tools and resources that you need to be able to have these, the, the results that you need, you're looking for when you return back home. And what does that look like for them? Yeah, definitely. I feel like using travel as a tool for medicine is kind of like the like the, the way I always phrase it. And it's like, I'm definitely like really passionate about that too. It's just such an amazing mm-hmm. thing that travel does. Um, yeah, that's, that's incredible. And I, I'd love to see all that research that you found. Like that, is there a place where people can go and check that out? Like, have you? Yeah, I actually put it on my website. So if you go on the travelcoachnetwork.com, I have it all on there. That's really cool. Awesome. That sounds like a great resource. So if someone is interested in becoming a travel coach, can you talk a little bit more about the Travel Coach Network, what that entails, how you created it, and yeah, how people can get involved? Yeah, so the Travel Coach Network is something I created because I wanted to bridge that gap between the passionate travelers who are wanting to become travel coaches with potential clients who are seeking, you know, specific um types of coaches. So I created the Travel Coach Network to build this community and it's so exciting. So it's been um, 
about a year and a half that I've uh, started it. And just the community, it's a growing community of online travel coaches and travel experts uh, who all specialize in their own niche and uh, area of expertise. And to see how different everyone is and what travel means to everyone and how they uh, really make an impact on the world or the lives of others through travel is really remarkable. And it just makes me like a proud mom of everyone because everyone is just, it's so nice to see people doing things, aligning their passions with, um, you know, making a difference and doing something that they really love and makes them happy. I think that's what we all seek, but we tend to, you know, stray away from the unknown or uh, fear challenge or change. Um, so to see my community of travel coaches just really thriving in their own ways is really great. So I am the creator and owner of the world's very first travel coach certification program. Um, it's accredited through ICF. So that's super exciting because there are a lot of travel coaches out there, but no one is certified as a travel coach unless they go through my program. Um, so internationally as well. So that was something that I was so excited to bring to my travel coaches in my network uh, and the new ones that join. So uh, if anyone's ever interested in it, you can find it on the travelcoachnetwork.com or any of my social media, the Travel Coach Network or Sahara Rose Travels. But to be able to provide that, I put everything into this program that I knew that I needed and wanted for my own business. And that's just how I like to be as a coach, as a business coach myself, is just be able to provide the tools, knowledge, resources that I was looking for and I have obtained that have helped me to help make other travel coaches' uh, journeys a lot simpler. So I wish that I had that. Um, so I, the travel coach certification program is more than just a, a coaching certification. It really is tailored. It's unlike any other because it's really tailored towards your passion for travel. I've had so many um, people who have entered my program in the Travel Coach Network say, oh, I've worked with so many business coaches, but no one understood my love of travel. No one understood my passion for travel and how I wanted to implement that or, or help me figure out how to implement that because they didn't understand it. And that's what I wanted to provide. And just being able to join this community. So anyone who joins the certification program um, is in the Travel Coach Network. And so soon I'm going to be launching a Travel Coach Network membership. So those in the program already have access to the membership, but it's just on, it's just, so, and people who are not in the certification program, but still want to be in the community of Travel Coach Network um, and get monthly trainings and get guest experts. Um, so I just bring a lot of resources to my Travel Coach Network to help you thrive as a business owner, as a travel coach, as a traveler um, in any way that uh, people need. So there's just so many fun things that go on in the program itself, just having the private community for those in my certification program and just watching the Travel Coach Network thrive. And soon the website, thetravelcoachnetwork.com is going to be um, the only database for travel coaches. So that's currently being transformed into that now. So I get reached out a lot from people or companies looking for travel coaches and I didn't I so I'm creating the one place for them to be so Ali can talk about that more at another time but it the travel coach network is going to be a place to find and hire a travel coach or to be listed as a travel coach uh, so to see the transformation and being able to provide opportunities to my travel coaches which is something I wanted to do from the very beginning um, and it's only going to grow from there so I'm so super excited 
It's really awesome what you're doing because a lot of people like that who want to work in travel, there's not really a perfect degree for it. Like, of course you could work in like hospitality, you know, you could get a degree in that, but there's not really a training program until what you just created that the like passionate travelers who actually care about like transformative and meaningful purpose-driven travel can partake in. So it's just like really amazing. And I'm just really impressed that you created all of this. Um, and yeah, it's just, it, it's, it seems like I'm really going to benefit from it um, because I just enrolled last week and I'm really excited. And I just feel like a lot of other people will benefit, especially from that community too, of just like-minded people, because it's really hard to find people who really care about travel that much and like have them all in one place. So that's just really awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's just so exciting just seeing, um, helping people just figure out like how they can use their specific travel experiences and knowledge and skills because I hear so often from travelers they're like well I'm not any different like there's nothing that I know differently I'm like absolutely there is that's what inspired me to create the travel coach network in the first place because when I became a travel coach I was getting asked from people even just like during my travels um I could talk about what I knew I could talk about solo female travel safety you know budget travel all the things that I honestly knew for myself and did, but then I would have people come to me and ask me, you know, whether they were a parent or maybe they were uh, retirees who had questions about traveling or they were um, even a male or a couple who was traveling or they were a certain race or religion and then ask me, um, you know, information on that. I'm like, but I couldn't relate to that. I was like, I don't have that perspective. I don't have that experience. But I knew traveling, I'd met so many people who wouldn't have those answers. So I was like, well, how can I make something that will bridge those two together so they can find each other and help each other? Um, so that's what inspired me to create the Travel Coach Network and not, and instead of just growing my own travel coaching business, which I have, but like, how can I help others who potentially want to do something similar too, who know things that I don't know? What's a piece of advice you would have for someone who's interested in becoming a travel coach and like starting their business? Yeah, that's a really great question. So honestly, it really just starts like the very foundation just starts with you figuring out your own why for travel. Like what did travel do for you? What does it mean to you? Why travel versus any other industry or field? Like where does that passion come from? And oftentimes travelers or people starting their travel coaching business think that they already know that they're like oh we already know why I love to travel but like do you really have you taken the time to really do some self-reflection and say why did I really travel because when I asked myself why I really traveled it wasn't just because I wanted to see the world at 22 like when I got deeper into that I was like well I struggle a lot with anxiety so when I graduated from university I was not in a good place mentally and I was like I need to be happier I need to figure out something else so I was like I always wanted to go somewhere um and innately I am a out of a fight 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 or fight or flighter I'm a flighter so I'm someone who likes to go away places um when I'm struggling with many things so it just made a lot of sense for me to jump on a plane for the first time and or by myself and go somewhere so I knew that it was healing me in some way so that's where my my love of travel and what it does for people internally um, was so, and I would see patterns in other people for different reasons why they traveled. And I said, there's something there, but people are not talking about that enough. Um, so being able to figure out your own why and where that really truly comes from 
Um, and just figuring out like, who is it that you want to help? Sometimes a lot of people who start off in my program think they know who they want to help or they make it so broad. And you probably heard the saying, if you try to help everyone, you're not going to help anyone. Um, and that's so true, especially in business that because you, if you need to identify exactly who you want to help, because that way you can learn the ins and outs about them and speak directly to them. That's ultimately how you're going to grow your audience. You're going to gain, grow your likability, your trust factor. Um, people ultimately going to want to work with you, buy from you, share a story about you to someone else who might uh, follow you or buy from you. And that's what business is, but it also is about just building these genuine connections with people and just speaking from the heart and being very authentic as you can. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I, I always think of it kind of like a traveler's mission statement and it's really important for the person starting the business, but then also like teaching that to your clients, like trying to help them identify it's, it's almost like a therapy session in a way. Cause like you have to try to get them to that deeper part, but I think that it's really powerful and meaningful once you find that mission statement because you can just travel so much more thoughtfully and yeah on purpose mm -hmm. I I relate to what you said yeah when I was younger like I had a lot of anxiety and it was almost like an uh, like an urgency to flee and kind of to escape like the uncomfortable feelings I was feeling and I feel like kind of realizing that and understanding that really helped me kind of identify like why I'm traveling and really understand like my lifestyle and what I want to create yeah, absolutely. And that's just something I really encourage people to do more with travel, especially post COVID. Um, I mean, it's a whole nother conversation to have, but because I'm also, I'm in the business travel and corporate wellness space. Um, I'm going to be on an online talk show soon talking about more of this. So I'm happy to share with you, but um, it's just more about like the future of travel in the corporate world and the business travel world. And what does that look like? And from my perspective as a travel coach, especially with a huge emphasis on wellness, um, is it, that's what it's going to be. A lot of people are going to be traveling, even just the average traveler is going to, is going to be traveling to heal in some way. We've been cooped up in our places. We've been around the same people in our homes, or, you know, there's either, um, you know, people's relationships became on the rocks or people were so distant and didn't have enough human connection and everything. So just being able to, you know, that's why some people are already like the, the, uh, the numbers for Airbnb has the bookings for Airbnb has already been like skyrocketing because people are looking to get away and, um, you know, baby steps, but it's there. And it's a reason why when people question the travel industry and what does it look like for the future or people, I know I've had people who are like, I want to be a travel coach, but I'm really uncertain about the future of traveling. So like, we'll see what happens. And I'm like, travel's innate in all of us. Like as human beings, like we travel to live and it's, and so I think more emphasis on the deeper reason for travel is what's going to come to light once um you know covid kind of does its thing and i think companies are going to catch on to that i think branding is going to catch on to that and it, we'll see a, what the new norm and new shift in um how people talk about travel and how people you know sell travel and the experiences that they provide for people yeah, I feel like this is honestly the best time to become a travel coach because people are going to be looking for more meaningful, personalized experiences. And it's it's kind of goodbye to the travel agencies and like the 
the past of travel because not just will we want more, you know, meaningful experiences now, it just wasn't sustainable. Like travel, there was no aspect of sustainability in travel. And I feel like hopefully the pandemic will make us reevaluate the way we travel. And that's the whole reason I created um, Generation Nomad was because I wanted to empower the next generation of travelers to do something different, to travel differently, because we can use this pandemic as an actual travel reset. Um, and it seems like that's what you're kind of preaching to everyone too. Um, but yeah, like what about kind of like sustainability in the future of travel? Like, how do you think the pandemic's gonna affect that? I think people are gonna be more mindful of it. Um, uh, especially like you already see different things of people talking of our companies with ads or conversations being had about um, how can we keep our environment safer and cleaner, which it was able to do during the pandemic. Um, with the lull in, you know, tourism, the lull in, you know, activity. Um, so how do we, how do we travel more sustainably? How do we travel in a way that preserves our environment and our world? And uh, it's really interesting. I'm always just hyper aware of what goes on in the industry in general, but just in companies too. So I like, for instance, I just saw the ad from Amazon that um, about, you know, less carbon footprint with their vehicles. And it's just because they're already preparing for more business, you know, so it's, so looking into the future and figuring out like how that's where people's minds are at. Like, what does it look like for airlines? What does it look like for hotels? Not only health perspective for people, but health for the environment and health for the world. Um, and yeah, it's going to be super interesting, especially with people shifting their mindset already on their own well-being. And I think a huge energy shift with improving your own self is also respecting and improving the world around you. Um, so I think people are going to be more hyper aware of that, uh, especially in business travel. These are all topics that were already um, pre-COVID. Um, on the rise, especially in wellness travel. And to see, like I was literally in the midst of it. So I was in London for a business travel show, part of the business of the well-being um, row that they have there. And then I was in Bali and then I was in Australia for the uh, wellness tourism summit. Um, and so I was in the midst of this rise in wellness travel and sustainable talk and everything. And then everything obviously got put to a halt with COVID. And as, as bad as COVID was and is, it also allowed for like a huge pause in the industry to say, okay, what does, like, were we on the right track? What does it really look like? And I think it allowed time to expedite where I think it would have taken five years for the wellness tourism industry or sustainable travel to get to, I think COVID kind of expedited that and got us to a place that would have, um, I think, taken us longer, and which is a good thing. And it just made us think deeper on all of it. Companies' minds are going quicker in so many different ways, um, especially, I think, with the rise in digital nomads and people traveling for remote work opportunities, which is going to be a lot more common with companies and something that would have probably taken them a lot more years to get to, they're gonna to have to readjust to that. And so what does that look like for those travelers and workers? 
um, when it comes to sustainable travel and wellness travel. So um, I always try to find the good in everything. So as uncertain as the industry still is with travel and hospitality and just the world in general right now uh, with all the industries, I, I have always felt like it's going to be a positive outcome for it because it just allowed us time to rethink and like you said just get it to a point where um you know it's everything's repurposed and thought deeper about yeah definitely that is all true hopefully we use this as a travel reset and mm -hmm. that, that's the goal definitely um but yeah that was amazing um do you have any kind of last words or advice for the next generation of nomads and travelers yeah, I just would say just to tune out the noises that are around you of other voices and opinions and pressures of whether society or family, and just really just ask yourself what makes you happy. And you don't have to know all the answers to what you want in life, what you want to do in life, how what your purpose is and how you can make an impact that comes with experience and time. Um, but just figure out what makes you happy and um, how you can just, you know, be kind to yourself and be kind to others and be kind to the world and just trying different things and getting outside of your comfort zone. And I think travel does that a lot for people um, and just doing and just figuring things out. That's always like one of my favorite like models is just like I'm always like, I'll figure it I'll figure it out. I don't know how I'm going to do it, where I'm going to go, what I'm going to do. I'm going to make the money, whatever, I'll figure it out and just figure things out instead of waiting around for someone to provide you answers, like create something that is in your heart. And um, just because even if it's not done before, even if it seems like a challenge or anyone tells you you can't do it or it's a dumb idea, do it anyways, if you feel like it's your thing, um, because you don't know what you'll create and what life you'll create for yourself if you just really just stay tuned into yourself and listen to, to yourself. And it's just what I did for myself. And it's just, I was so glad that I did that. And it allowed me to not make as many, have as many regrets in life of, oh, I wish I didn't spend five years in corporate. I'm not saying like, don't go into corporate. I'm just saying for myself, I was already, already hyper aware that like, I'm not going to be happy if I do this. Yeah. I'm not going to be happy if I choose that. So despite what anyone says, or what society wanted from me. I wanted to do what I wanted to do. Yeah, and one last question. For someone who's kind of a younger traveler nomad, but knows that they want to go into travel coaching or wants to go into this kind of sphere of travel, like what advice would you give them? Would you say go to college? Like what would you say should you do? Of what age range? Like they're in like college? Maybe, like before college, maybe in college, doesn't know if they need a degree, kind of that that realm. Like, do you think you need a degree to be a travel coach? Like kind of if you're if if your dream, if you already know you want to work in travel and be a travel coach and work in experiential education and all these aspects of travel, like what should you do? Like from that younger age? Yeah, that's always um it's always a like a controversial answer or a tricky question, but to be a hundred percent frank, I wish I didn't go to college. <laughs> um, I, I always said that travel was my greatest professor. Um, 
and that's why I said when I graduated, even though I had a degree and I had so much studies that I had, like I was clueless. And with time, as time changes, opportunities come. Um, so just being able to, if you know you want to go into that into that area or somewhere in the travel field, you obviously won't know what your direction is in travel. Your knowledge, your passion, your skills, you won't build that up until you go and do it. Um, so I'm a huge believer in experiences and hands-on experiences than I am sitting in a classroom. Um, but with that said, too, the online world, there's so much knowledge and research and tools and resources. I mean, I started a business from scratch by, I say I went to the school YouTube because it's all out there. There's so many different um, ways to learn the skills and knowledge that you need to get you to, you know, create what you think you might want to create. But the combination of the online world with the in-person experience of travel, I think is more of a key uh, secret ingredient than I am then I would say going to get a degree in something because that's something that <clears throat> I plan to do in the future is to change, to make a, a shift in the type of travel programs, hospitality programs, tourism programs that universities offer because they're so outdated. If, they, if I felt like they're outdated 10 years ago, I can only imagine what they are like now. Um, not saying I didn't learn anything great, I obviously did. But I remember more of the connections I made in those um, in those classes than I did like the actual knowledge and research that we did. Um, so just being able to let people know there's so much more that you can do with the love of travel than just to do what already exists and what is talked about in schools, um, if that makes any sense. Definitely. That makes a lot of sense. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast and for all of your wisdom and advice. It was really awesome. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It was a lot of fun and I really am excited to hear what people think about our conversation and to, um, you know, help, help your listeners and inspire and empower them to go and, you know, travel a bit more. Hey, New Age Nomads, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. Um, sorry if the audio is bad in this episode or right now. I'm currently in Puerto Rico um, and I'll be traveling here for four months or just kind of living here for four months. Um, hopefully I'm going to have some episodes about my journey and what I'm doing here and kind of how to travel during a pandemic and post-pandemic. So I'm excited to share more with you all about that. Um, but yeah, hope you enjoyed today's episode. And if you want to check out more about Sahara, um, you can look her up on Instagram or on her website. And you can always reach out to me and I can give you some more information. Hope you have a great day.